Welcome back, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. I'm Andy, and I'm your host. Alright, we're really pushing out the episodes this week. (laughs) This is actually going to be the third show I've put out this week, but there's good reasoning for it. Um, You know, obviously I'm getting back into the the ebb and flow of of the podcast. Um, You know, I'm not going to be consistently releasing three to four episodes a week. That's just not going to happen, but this week I've found extra time um you know i've had a lot of extra time to uh, work on the show and you know it's really been you know helpful in sort of getting back into the flow of it and there's been plenty of topics to talk about and that's always fun and exciting but for today there's a very specific reason uh or actually a, a, a few different reasons that i wanted to uh come on here and, and release a new episode um before I get into that, I just wanted to say now I have um, earlier in the week I released uh, a, a review of the Super Mario Brothers movie, and uh, in the second half of that show I talked about uh, new updates we have on uh, the fourth installment of uh, Ghostbusters and and that new movie, and so you can go check that out. And then uh, yesterday, I think as you're listening, I released uh, a new episode on all the the Star Wars updates. So. If you uh, are interested in that, go check it out. We talk about all the new movies uh, that have been announced at Star Wars Celebration this year. So, um, you know, pretty fun episode. I get into a bit of a rant in that one. So if that's your thing, well, there you go. If that's not your thing, I apologize. It's just, you know, I'm passionate about my my fandom. So, um, you know, that's just kind of comes with the territory. The reason I wanted to release this episode is not for a film review, not discussing a film, but rather uh, a few topics here regarding the podcast. The first being is that I've pretty much decided on my um, release schedule for the show. Uh, You know, my set schedule is going to be bi-weekly going forward. I like the bi-weekly schedule. It gives me time in those in-between weeks to decide on whether or not I want to release an extra episode if something comes up um, that's worth recording an extra episode over. And it also gives me time to watch any new movies that come out or uh, you know, brush up on any uh, older film that I want to review or just come up with topics to discuss. So it's kind of a perfect schedule to work with. And so that going forward will be the uh the minimum schedule i'll say that it, it'll it'll be the minimum for me i could release more than that but uh at least at least bi-weekly so just to give you a heads up on that another thing i wanted to discuss um is my uh social media pages are back up and running so you can find us at ticket stubs and cassette tapes on facebook and twitter um you'll see our pages over there i'm sort of got those back up and running Again, give us a follow, you know, love to interact with you. I'd love to get some, you know, some, you know, discussion going. And and I think that's obviously nowadays is a great way to do that. So, you know, go check us out there. Please give us a follow and uh, you can keep up with everything that we got going on there. 
Um, and I also want to discuss my newly created Patreon. Um, you can find our page at patreon.com slash ticket stubs and cassette tapes. Uh, the words ticket uh, stubs and uh, cassette tapes, is uh, all, they're all capitalized. So everything in that but the word and is, uh, is capitalized. So you can find us there, patreon.com slash ticket stubs and cassette tapes. I have two tiers. One is the basic tier, which will give you uh, voting rights in polls, and it will give you access to a bonus monthly episode that will only be rela- released on Patreon. You will not get that episode on here on the on the regular feed through Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. You won't get that there. You will just get it on Patreon. And then I have the next level tier, which will get you... All of that that I just mentioned, plus early access to the regular shows, um, you'll get two-day early access for those. So you have those two tier two tiers to choose from. There's a reason I'm doing that, and it's not just to get subscriptions or anything. I mean, I, obviously that's a perk, but the the reason I wanted to do that is the basically one of the main reasons I wanted to start the show in the first place, which was that's a great way to build the community and to get... Um, discussion and feedback from you guys like I said with the voting polls that lets you choose the movie that I watch and I review and it also gives you a way to send in questions to give discussion stuff that I'm going to mention on the show here and it builds a discussion and that's really what I want to do that's really the whole reason I started this I didn't start a podcast just to hear myself talk I, I really just wanted a community to be able to discuss these movies that I love or all the new movies that are coming out. And so, yeah, go check out the Patreon. If you can swing it, if you want to, you know, sign up for one of the tiers and, and, you know, and we'll, we'll really get going with some good discussion. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think that'll be a lot of fun for both me and you. So, um, you know, I really hate, like I mentioned in my earlier episode, I really hate that, when I lost my podcast feed and had to move it over, I really hate that I sort of lost the the community that we had been building there. Um, hopefully some of you guys have made it over here and um, you found me once again. And, uh, you know, I, I tried to, to, you know, put out the, the bat signal there, but um, you know, hopefully you guys who, who were over there have found your way over here. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome you'll figure out the vibe soon enough. We're just talking movies and, and it's, and it's just pretty laid back and chill and, and, uh, you know, we'll have some fun with it. So again, patreon.com slash ticket stubs and cassette tapes. Um, please go check me out and thank Thank you for your support in advance. All right. Now the main topic here of what, what I wanted to discuss today. And there's a reason that this has come up all of a sudden here is because I had a discussion with someone today about this very topic, and it's a topic that's come up a lot in my life, um, and I'll tell you why. But first, the the topic is why the younger generations, and by younger I mean um, anyone between 20 to 30, um, 
anyone younger than that sure can fit in this category too. But I specifically kind of wanted to target that category. Anybody from the ages of 20 to 30. Um, why this generation has seemingly, and, and I'm not talking about at a mainstream level, but why there's such a high number of th- this particular generation who has, um, you know, sort of been pulled toward really being interested in classic films from the 70s and 80s and the music. And it's kind of an odd thing if you think about it. It's not something that's happened a lot throughout history. You know, when we look at eras and we look at trends, people typically choose to live in sort of the era that they're in, you know, whatever the current trends are. But as we move on through time, we're now almost in the mid 2020s, which is just crazy to think about getting closer to the 2030s. And we still have a love as a society, even the younger generation for the 70s and 80s, even the 60s. And the, and now you see a lot about the 90s. And that comes from not just a, a pop culture point of view, but also, um, you know, you see a lot of people who wear converse which was a big thing in going all the way back to the 50s you see people who wear you know jeans that originated in the 80s or the 70s or even farther back than that you see a lot of people uh from the younger generation who buy record players you 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 know you see a lot of people who love to to try to find classic cars from that era which is crazy to call them classic now but that's kind of where we are so it's not just from a, a an entertainment standpoint of of movies and music it's it's even the technology of that era a lot of people search out the technology of that era there's such a nostalgia for that period of time in specifically i think the united states but you also have like europe and stuff like that who had a lot of trends during that time and the reason that this has been a point of topic a lot for me is because for those of you who don't know i was born in 1995 i'm 28 years old so you might think well wait a minute you run a podcast that you deal a lot with classic films that came out before you were born. That's odd. But that's what I'm saying. You know, I I grew up way more interested in the films and the music of the 60s, 70s, and the 80s way more than I did the, the, what I was seeing that was coming out when, you know, during the time that I was a kid. I was way more interested in that stuff than I was the current stuff of the time. And I came across all of it organically. Um, Nobody pushed me into it. You know, I remember as a kid watching television and, you know, cable television, and I was so um, taken aback by the movies 
you know, a lot of the movies from the 80s I just fell in love with just from seeing them on TV with no one else around, just me watching them. You know, that's why I'm as big of a fan of Ghostbusters as I am. They played Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 on television, basically on repeat when I was a kid. It was on all the time. One of the reasons I'm, I'm you know, such a big fan of, you know, horror of the 70s and 80s is because a couple different reasons, well, a few different reasons, actually. Number one being, you know, every year around Halloween, you had things like AMC Fear Fest that would, you know, I, I don't know if it was called that back then, but they would play like Halloween, you know, and, and, and I fell in love with the Halloween franchise. You also had Joe Bob Briggs and Monster Vision, uh, which was on when I was a kid, and that was sort of a dark secret. You didn't tell your parents. You stayed up real late to watch, you know, Joe Bob Briggs on TNT, and he was just this goofy, over-the-top character that hosted a show where they would play a movie and then cut to him, and he'd talk about the movie. And if you don't know who Joe Bob Briggs or Monster Vision is, like you need to go check it out. He's got a, um, a show on Shudder right now called... Um, the last drive-in show, which is basically just Monster Vision repackaged, and it's great. Go check them out. It's great. It's great commentary. It's kind of a, a dying art. The the idea of commentary during a movie. Um. But he like yeah. So that happened organically. I I fell in love with music from just hearing the the stations that my mom played when I was a kid when I was a little kid before I even had started school li- sitting in the car listening to to the radio stations of that era of music so a lot of this came organically to me and it's not as crazy for me because you know I like I grew up in the late 90s we weren't that far removed from you know this era at that time uh, you know uh, the an example I always give is you know, you look at a show like The Office. Well, The Office started, I think, in like 03, 04, and it didn't go off the air until 2012. But today we're in 2023, and The Office is, is as big as it's ever been. I mean, you've got kids who watch The Office. Now, you know, just as an example, my nephew watches The Office. Well, my nephew wasn't born until 08. The show was, you know, most of the way done when he was born but he's a big fan of the office now he's a teenager and so it's kind of like that for me all that stuff was still around it was still prominent a lot of the shows were airing on tv i grew up watching you know my sisters who were born in the early 80s i grew up you know watching you know sitcoms with them we watched uh you know growing pains we watched full house we watched um Three's Company, we watched, you know, uh, the Andy Griffin show. A lot of these shows that were still in syndication, and uh, are, a lot of them still are, a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, reruns and, and things like that. So I grew up steeped in, you know, this era. I remember, you know, when I was a kid, video rental stores were still around. You, you went to the store on a Friday night you know, with your family and, you know, you rented a VHS tape and that's how I grew up. And, um, I remember seeing all of the, the covers because back then, you know, 
you didn't go on the internet and look up a movie to see if it was liked or not. You went to the video store, you went and picked up the VHS box, looked at the cover, flipped it over, sort of read a brief description on the back, and then decided whether or not you wanted to rent the movie. It could be good, it could be garbage, but, you know, that's how your decision was made. So the cover had a lot to do with it. I remember walking up and down the aisles, um, just looking at the covers of movies and, and... a lot of th- a lot of times the movies from the 80s had the best covers they they were you know there was a lot of bad movies in the 80s a lot of good movies but a lot of bad movies but one thing they always did great was the marketing on the cover of that box because they knew that's how they were going they were going to get you and that's another kind of lost art so Again, I kind of just wanted to give my background because I don't think I've ever really done that before. You know, I'm a kid who, or a guy who grew up, you know, very much in the late 90s, early 2000s, but I basically, for all intents and purposes, lived back in that era of the 70s and the 80s. That was my entertainment, you know, on a musical level. You know, I somebody could be born in 19, I don't know, 65, and I could take them to town right now on my knowledge of music of the 70s and 80s. I've loved it my whole life. I've steeped in it. I've played it, you know, played in some cover bands. You know, that's my love there, so it's not just from a, a movie point of view. And... You see this a lot with my generation. You see this. Why do you think shows like Stranger Things are so popular? Look, it is a good show. I'm not saying the story is bad or anything. But why do you think people set those shows in the 80s? It's such an interesting time. Such an interesting time. Um, you also look at uh, movies like It which came out, set in the 80s. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, You know, you you look at all the franchises that have had successful reboots from that time period. And look, a lot of the people who are going to see those movies are people who grew up fans in that period, time period, uh, you know, of that particular franchise. But they garner a lot of new fans, you know, as well. A lot of people who... Um, fall in love with that stuff because they've already seen the originals, you know, and they're already familiar with it. So it's just, I've just always been interested in this topic. You know, it's almost like some sort of social experiment. You know, why, why is this such a thing? You know, (laughs) look, I rambled a bit here and I apologize for that. I didn't write anything down. This was just all coming off the top of my head. And, you know, again, it's just, it's an odd topic, but it, it is, it's something to think about. It is. I don't have to tell you that, you know, <laughs> none of this is scripted, uh, obviously. Um, but this is why I would like for you guys to, jump on the social media, jump on the Patreon. I'd love to have a discussion about this kind of stuff. 
you know, I think that, I think that the podcast could be way more than just movies and, and talking movies or music. Um, but we could also, you know, have discussions about stuff like this and why this, you know, time period of, you know, why this time period of, of specifically like the seventies and eighties, why it has had such an impact on pop culture and society as it has, um, I think there was so much creativity back then. I think that there was, you know, a lot of free range when it came to production studios on giving people the, the, you know, sort of the free will to make what they wanted to make. And, and, um, and it shows, it really does. And I think that that has had a big impact on, you know, a lot of people, including me and, um, and, and, I don't know. Like I said, just an interesting topic. Very interesting topic. I've probably blown a lot of your minds if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time on my age. <laughs> Some of you probably thought I was older. Um, but that's one of the great things about media. You don't have to... Look, I can love Elvis and not even have been alive during Elvis's life, and I wasn't. But I do love Elvis. And, uh, that's kind of one of the great things, you know, I actually was talking to a relative of mine the other day, uh, just a kid talking about, you know, the fact that he had discovered Michael Jackson and had been listening to Michael Jackson, Jackson a lot. And I got to thinking, you know, it's crazy. This kid was born in 2000 and I think 12, like 11 years old. Well, Michael Jackson died in 2009, and that's crazy to me, you know. It's crazy this kid died years after Michael Jackson. I mean, this kid, I'm, I'm sorry, this kid was born years after Michael Jackson had already passed away. Um, and that's insane to me. But, again, that goes to show you the, the impact and the importance of his music and you know, how that will last for generations to come. Look, it's, it's, it's my opinion that we will all be long dead and gone and many generations will have passed and people will still be watching Jurassic Park or Back to the Future or Ghostbusters or Star Wars. You know, I think that, I think that that really speaks to the importance, not just from an entertainment standpoint, but from a historical standpoint. Um, of, you know, that time in media and like I said, just an interesting topic and, and something I would like to discuss further, you know, at a, at a later date. I think that's a good point of discussion that we could jump into. All right. Well, like I said, a few different reasons to jump on here today. It's going to be a shorter show here. Um, but just a few things to think about, a few things to chew on. Um, again, thank you in advance for checking out the social media pages, checking out the Patreon. Really hope you'll jump on board. Um, you know, the next evolution, the, the next part of the evolution of the show, I think, is is probably YouTube. That's something I'll, I want to do as well. And uh, that makes live discussion quite a bit easier. So you know, the Patreon and the social media, that will go a long way to helping out there, I think, with 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 uh, the progression of the show into, into hopefully, a YouTube format. And so, um, 
again, really looking forward to the discussion. Guys, I've said it a couple times this week, but now I'm serious. (laughs) The next episode will be on Dungeons & Dragons. We will do that later in the week. Um, Again, I'm really looking forward to the movie. I hope it's really good. The trailers look good. If you've already seen it, hopefully you enjoyed it, and um, I'm looking forward to it as well. All right, guys, this has been Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes, and until next time, we'll catch you later.